Hello, 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 and welcome to the Zainab Tennis Show, where we empower motherless daughters to change, to grow, and to heal. My name is Zainab, and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Oh my gosh, this is my first episode. It's been a long time coming. I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you're having a great day. Hey, listen. I hope you did do some, you know, self-care today. Take good care of yourself, okay? Now, I want you to get ready because you know on this platform, we go from broken to blissful and from pain to purpose. Yes. Okay, so I have a story for you today. It is coming straight out of Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, I'm going to read the story to you. I have been looking for a video clip about it, but I have not been able to find one. So I'm going to have to read to you today. Hold on. So mother of two. Phoenix girls reported missing over the weekend accused of child abuse. So the biological mother of two young Phoenix girls who went missing over the weekend before turning up safe has been arrested on child abuse charges, said authorities on Monday. Detectives investigating the case developed probable cause to arrest. Her name is Ashley Williams. She's 40 year old. She's a 40 year old guys. Williams called police around 2 a.m. on Sunday to say the girls, aged three and four, had been missing from an apartment near 16th Street and Missouri Avenue since 6 p.m. Saturday. But guess what, guys? They were found at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. So that's a 6 p.m. to 11.30. Oh, my gosh. What is that? Like 17 hours? So according to court documents, Williams told police she had a substance abuse problem and had passed out after taking pills she believed were fentanyl. Mm, 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 mm. She also said she'd she'd given up parental rights to her ex-boyfriend and isn't supposed to have unsupervised visitation with the girls, according to the probable cause statement. Okay, we'll get into that because I don't understand why the ex-boyfriend, knowing that she has a substance abuse problem, will leave her with the two kids. Like, why would he do that? I I don't understand. Anyway, a woman who was familiar with the girls found them Saturday and tried to return them to the apartment where their mother was, but she was unable to wake her up, according to the probable cause statement. What? The girl stayed with the woman at a nearby resident overnight. She took them out to play Sunday when somebody recognized them and called police. What? Okay. Police said the girls were happy and healthy when they were located. The woman who'd been watching the girls cooperated with police and said she was unaware they're being the subject of, of a search. Okay, guys. All right. I don't even know where to begin with this story. Let's talk about it for a minute. Who is at fault here? I have to say, I don't blame the mother. I really do not. Because this is the thing. She already gave up parental rights. 
she is a drug addict she has a substance abuse problem and the father of the kids somehow left her with the kids they're age three and four what did he expect to happen i i just i just don't understand i i just i'm just i just listen i don't understand for the life of me i'm going to tell you a story when it comes to this substance abuse it is a real issue it is a situation and a lot of mothers have substance abuse problem and they give birth to children that end up going through withdrawal those children are called nas children neonatal abstinence syndrome i think that's what it's called and i recently i i came across this situation where a six-year-old was around her mother who has a substance abuse. The court system knows they still allowed her to keep the children because apparently the family, what do what, what they call the family system, the protective services, the government, they are overwhelmed with these substance abuse mothers. And if they are under the supervision of another family member, they will allow them to keep the kids. And so what happens is the six-year-old ended up taking fentanyl because she's around her mother that is a drug addict. And I guess she did not know that's what it was. And the child was brought to the ER and she was found pot her urine was positive of fentanyl and cocaine and she's only six this is a real issue and when i'm thinking about this story my, my question is to the father why would you do that to these two little girls why would you leave them with a mother that is on drugs by herself with these kids that's my first question my second question is with the woman that is familiar with the girls that found them on Saturday and she tried to return them to the apartment where their mother was, but she was unable to wake the mother up. Why did she not call the police? Why did she not call the police? Why did she decide to keep the kids? I don't, I don't understand this for the life of me. Why did she decide to keep the kids? And I don't buy the whole thing about, Oh, I, I don't have social media because it says it at the bottom. I didn't even read the whole thing. I'll put the link before I'll put the link below for you guys to be able to read it. I think she said she, she doesn't have social media. She is not familiar. She doesn't watch the news. That is some BS to me because if you find children three and four and they are in a home where substance abuse is present, your responsibility should be you call the cops. Why are you keeping the kids for what? This is how those type of kids are at a very high risk for either being kidnapped, for going into what the sex industry and, and uh, what they call it, sex trafficking and all of that. This is what happens because guess what? She had them till Sunday morning till someone 
recognizes the kids and we're like, wait a minute, these are the kids that they're looking for. I don't understand why she did not report it. I don't understand why she did not call the cops. And for me, it's just, it, it makes my, my antennas go up. Like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Why? Why did you not call the cops? Why did you keep these kids? Only God knows what happened to those kids overnight. Anything could have happened. Now she could have been an angel where she took very good care of them, but it was still her responsibility to contact the cops. Now let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is all about, yes, we do have the same 24 hours. However, don't compare your 24 hours to someone else's 24 hours, because let's think about this for a second. These kids are coming from a very toxic home, a toxic environment. They're not protected. They're not protected by their father because if he was protecting them, I don't think he would have left them with a substance abuse mother. That's just my thought. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he trusted her. Maybe he thought like she's getting better because you know, these substance abuse users, they can fool you. They are highly manipulative. I have worked with them. Do not underestimate them. Right? So we have a mom that has substance abuse where the father probably thought, okay, you know, she's doing better. Let me trust her with the kids. We're just going to go with that notion. And then somehow the mother got high, lost the kids. Someone found the kids, did not report it, had the kids. Okay. First of all, that is so suspect to me. Now that I'm thinking about it, you found someone unconscious. You cannot wake them up and you did not call the cops. What? Oh my God. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just too much, like too many holes in the basket for me. Too many holes in the basket. I, that does not make sense to me at all. But anyway, let me continue. So we have these two girls that are coming from a toxic home. Most likely will experience some form of, oh Lord, please don't let it happen. Abuse. Whether it is from the mom, the dad. Well, I'm not going to say the dad, no. Or let's say neighbors or people finding them, they are at an increased risk of sex trafficking. They're only three and four years old. You cannot compare these girls to girls that come from a loving home. This episode is going to be about why you should not compare yourself. Yes, we all may have the same 24 hours. However, it all depends on what is in your cup. So when a child comes from a home like this, they are at a high risk of mental abuse, emotional abuse, neglect. We've already confirmed that. Being misused, being misunderstood. Of course, starvation, because if the mom is passed out high, when is she going to be able to prepare meals for the kids? Of course, being subjected to physical abuse, molestation. Okay. Okay. Let's not forget that because predators, they are very good. That's why they're a predator. They're very good to discern who is valuable and who is not. So a predator can see a child and know that this child, no one cares and they will try that child predators. I think there's a documentary that I watch where predators, they love the children that are not protected. 
those are their favorite kinds of children the ones that are not protected right so we're talking about molestations being around that level of toxicity you know with with the mom in the mom's environment for me the fact that the neighbor saw the mom and had difficulties waking her up and did not call the cops it says like it gives me a whole nother vibe like okay either she's familiar with it and she's like whatever i just don't care let me just take care of the kids or guys i don't want to say it. i just it's just suspect to me it's just highly suspect i, I can't say it Another thing that they have is abandonment because when the mom is high, guess what? The children are abandoned because the mom is not fully coherent. She is not going to be able to take care of those kids. So to me, if a child comes from this level of toxicity, this level of craziness of chaos, and they're already three and four years old. They are being abandoned. They are being, oh, Lord have mercy. Mm. No one is truly taking care of them. I mean, they are already starting off with a disadvantage compared to a child that comes from a healthy home where they get a head start. They get a head start with they get a head start with love. They get a head start with protection, guys. They get a head start with nurturing. They get a head start with intellectual stimulation. They get a head start with support. They get a head start with patience. They get a head start with their needs being met. They get a head start with closeness. I mean, they get a head start with consistency. They get a head start with motherly or parental bond. A child from a healthy home and a child from an unhealthy home do not have the same 24 hours because their 24 hours as they continue to get older, it's a very heavy 24 hours. So picture this, you are starting a race, you know, like when you do track and you are starting a race, you all start at the same line, right? So they say, go, you know, they fire, whatever they do say go well the child that comes from an unhealthy home it's not going to be able to run as fast as the child that comes from a healthy home because you know why the trauma is going to prevent that child from being able to run the trauma is going to it's like a a, a prison it's going to you know the shackles on her feet is going to prevent her. She will try to get up. She will try to go. She will try to move, but she will not be able to do that because the trauma holds her back. The trauma prevents her from moving forward. The trauma, if she does not get access to healing, she will forever be behind. Her judgment is not going to be clear. Her vision is going to be blurry. And what's going to become a comfort for her is going to be instability. It's going to be chaos. And this is why kids that come from homes like that end up becoming drug addicts themselves. I told you about the story of the six-year-old that came to the ER and was, her urine was positive for fentanyl. Some of these kids in, Lord have mercy. Some of these kids in the womb of the mother, they have already 
been introduced to cocaine, to heroin, to fentanyl, to all these crazy drugs that they have to go through withdrawal. And then now society expect those kids to come out and be the same as other kids. But it's impossible when they did not come from a healthy home, when they did not have a healthy mother. And I know you're like, oh, well, it's not the mom's fault. She was on drugs, you know, blah, blah, blah. Listen, this, these kids are being failed on every level. It's a systematic failure. And to me, it's just, I, I just cannot process it. It makes me sad to know that these kids are going through stuff like this. It makes me sad. It makes me sad that their cup only has all these negative items in there that's going to prevent them. If they don't do something about it, it will prevent them from accessing their greatness. I mean, they're only three and four years old. Look at the level of exposure, the toxins that they're exposed to. How can they run? How can they get up? I want you to comment below. Let me know what are your thoughts. First, I want to know, what do you think about the neighbor? Are you, are you as skeptical as I am? Or are you just like, well, it happens? Comment below. What do you think? What will be the trajectory of these kids' lives? What do you think should happen to the mom? Comment below and let me know because I'm telling you, this right here, it's going to be a toughie. It's going to be a toughie for these kids because now they are starting off with so much wahala and they're only three and four. Now, yes, Jesus can do miracles and he will do miracles. I hope that it is an immediate intervention because this just happened not too long ago. We're talking about 22 hours ago. Today is Tuesday. So it happened over the weekend. Let me know your thoughts. If you come from a home like this, let me know how you were able to overcome. Let me know how you were able to release yourself from the trauma shackles. Let me know how you were able to access your greatness. Because guess what? We all don't have the same 24 hours. Some of us, our 24 hours, we are trying to keep our head above water. We are trying to remove all of the toxins that we have been exposed to. Whether it's abandonment, whether it's rejection, whether it's beatings, whether it's starvation, whether it's sexual molestation. So while you are thriving because you got a, he a head start and I'm happy for you, please make no mistake. Not that I am sad or mad or anything that someone else came from a loving home. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying here is we all do not have the same 24 hours and do not compare yourself to someone else that came from that, from a healthy home and that 24 hours it's not even close to yours. You've got to give yourself grace because you are doing a lot of work digging yourself out of that trauma. And remember, our conscious mind, when something happens repeatedly, our conscious mind somehow makes it to be a comfort. And this is how kids like that, if they don't end up doing drugs themselves, they will end up marrying someone that does drugs. 
they will end up being with someone that abandons them because guess what the conscious mind is familiar with that level of toxin the conscious mind is familiar with abandonment and so it automatically draws that person into you the conscious mind is familiar with rejection and you attract that because your thought process is blurry. Your vision is blurry. You don't know who you are. You end up being in awful relationships. You end up having awful friendships until you do the healing work. Listen, this season, season three, we're going to get into it. I hope that you are ready for season three because I am. I have some pre-recorded items some pre-recorded gist for you. And if you have something that you want me to talk about, please comment below. If there's any story regarding children and their mothers and abandonment, we can talk about it. We're just getting started. I don't want you comparing yourself. I don't want you comparing yourself because you do not have the same 24 hours. Do your work to clean yourself up from the inside out so that you can be able to run the race and be consistent and grant yourself grace so you can have access to your greatness. Don't compare yourself. If you come from a home like this, do not compare yourself to anybody. I hope this episode has helped. I hope that you will be ready for next week. Until next time, please be so good. Be so kind, be so patient, and be so loving to yourself. Grant you grace because you deserve it. Continue your healing journey. If you're going to start your healing journey, start it knowing it's going to be tough. It's going to be rough. But at the end, you are going to witness an amazing woman rise from the ashes. Please take good care of yourself. I will see you next week. All right, ladies. Bye-bye. Until next time. Please be so good. Be so kind. Be so patient. And be so loving to yourself. Grant you grace. Because you deserve it. Continue your healing journey. If you're going to start your healing journey... Start it knowing it's going to be tough. It's going to be rough. But at the end, you are going to witness an amazing woman rise from the ashes. Please take good care of yourself. I will see you next week. All right, ladies. Bye-bye.